Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Hoop Life with Sean and Shaw podcast. I'm your host, Sean C. Taylor. And I'm your host, Sean B. Taylor, bringing you guys back to the future. Yeah. We got some hot topics today to discuss. Yeah. And we got a couple people who came back to the NBA for the first time this past week. Mm-hmm. Who, who do we have first up, Sean? We've got Paul George, PG-13. Oh, yeah. The new Clipper, you know... Dynamic duo partner, partner in crime with Kawhi Leonard, whatever you want to call him. Right. Yeah. So, how did he look? Or how has he looked, should I say? Uh, He's looking pretty, like, he's looking really good right now. You know, he's averaging 26 points, six, over six and a half rebounds, five assists, and only about 26 and a half minutes a game. Yeah, that's the, those are really good numbers, especially for the amount of minutes he's getting a game. Really impressive. And what a yeah. what is their record? Because Kawhi actually sat out when Paul George came back, so I think they like won one and lost one or something with just Paul George. Yeah, or maybe they won two and lost one, um, and then they now have played a couple games with PG and Kawhi together. Yeah. And they beat Boston in OT. Yeah. That was a thriller. Yeah. And they beat Houston. Yeah. And then that game they played against the um, Atlanta, the score was 150 to 101. And wow. they won. Wow. Yeah. I, I did think, not know that. I, I missed th- that. I think they won every single <laughs> game except for the PG's return game. Okay. That's right. I think you're right. Yeah. Against the Pelicans. Right. And so then they, lo- they lost the first one, then they won one. Where PG had like thirty something, and then they won two or three games, the two or three games that PG and Kawhi have played together. Yeah. Now I know you're a big Lakers fan, and you love yeah. that dynamic duo of LeBron and AD. Yes, sir. How do you think this dynamic duo of PG and Kawhi stacks up? I think it stacks up really well. You know, I think they're both gonna be really good together, and they play. They they've played better than I thought they were that were going to together. I thought they were gonna play like solid like to begin with. Right. You know, but then, you know, kinda pick it up a little bit, you know. But um they they've seemed to like, you know, kinda picked it up already and maybe even a little bit better than I expected them to be. Right. Because, you know, they both like um last year um had played the same positions. Right. So I didn't know how switching I think Paul George like shooting guard maybe mm-hmm. um would work out, but it seemed like it's worked out pretty good. Um you know, but like if we're talking about LeBron and A D, their dynamic duo versus them, like Paul George and Kawhi. I I mean right now I have to say LeBron and A D are better. Okay. Because um you know, LeBron is playing point and AD is playing, like, power forward. Right. Two totally different positions. So, mm-hmm. like, honestly, AD can, like, set the screen and then get the pass on LeBron. AD can, you know, just, like, score because, you know, it's it's AD. Like, he, right. can, he can score right. forever. He can pick and pop. He can pick and roll. Yeah, he's great defensively this year, leading the league in blocks. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron, you know, just throwing dimes and scoring at the same hot time. Dimes. Hot dimes. And hot dimes. His defenses look better, but, you know, recently it's kind of like he's kind of, I think, chilled mm-hmm. and not played as good from there. Right. You know. 
So I agree. I like LeBron and AD a lot yeah. as far as the top duo in the league. And I will say only because I'm not sure how healthy Kawhi Leonard is. Yeah. He looks a little belabored when he's running. He doesn't look like he's um, really exploding the way I'd like to see him him do that. Yeah. Um, his first step looks just a hair slow. Not even a hair slow. He just looks like he's kind of dragging just a little bit. He doesn't have that... that uh, stereotypical or that quote unquote bounce in his step, right? Yeah. Although in the I think it was the Boston game where he dunked all over the big guy, he like caught it on the wing, took two dribbles hard right, and rose up and dunked like really hard on the kid from Boston. I have not seen this stuff. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, but he got him pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was probably the second best highlight from that game. The first. Uh, oh, the number Jason one highlight Tatum. was yeah, yeah Jason Tatum dropping Paul George oh, and, man, on I the pullback. I seen that on Instagram. My best friend showed me. Right. Ooh, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, the pullback dribble was lethal, oh, and then he drained the three to send it in the overtime. I, yeah, I feel I feel terrible for Paul George. <laughs> Why do you feel terrible because for him? Because he just Jason Tatum is still really young and just destroyed Paul George. <laughs> he right did. Oh, he did. Goodness. But PG played well in that game, and the Clippers ultimately won yeah. in overtime. So, yeah. And Paul George makes like $25, $30 million a year. So yeah. I think he'll be okay, right? Yeah. You just have to laugh at that. Yeah, but, I mean, again, like, if you're making that much money, you're probably on, like, a high level if you're playing a sport. Right. So, I mean, he was on the highest level right. on national television. Right, right. <laughs> so he got destroyed in front of millions of people, right? Yeah, but it's all good. It's, it's all good, right. Okay. So you like, obviously, Paul, well, not maybe not as a Lakers fan, but as a basketball fan, you like Paul George coming back and how he has fit in uh, to the fold with the Clippers. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, He's kind of outperformed Kawhi lately. Yeah, yeah, I agree uh, with that. Kawhi lately, I mean, it just doesn't seem like you know what people were saying he was the right. greatest, but like the best basketball player. Right, right, right now in today's NBA. Right. Yeah, honestly, it looks like LeBron right now, um, and you know Giannis is kind of coming up there too. Yeah, Giannis is playing great, and uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later. Yeah, in the in the show. But we got to get to someone else who also made a comeback recently. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The semi-triumphant return of your boy, my boy, DMV's finest, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Right? So the Portland Trailblazers. Yes. Yeah, He's played uh, three games with them. Yeah. And they haven't won one yet. <laughs> Jeez, man. I, right? Uh... But to be fair to Melo... They were in a bit of a rough spot before he came, which yeah. I think was kind of the the um, catalyst behind signing him. They had yeah. lost one game right before he came, and now they've lost three since then, so they've lost four in a row total. Um, Dame's out. He's been out for a couple games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and CJ's not really – he hasn't really found his rhythm yet. Dang. So, you know, but Dame and CJ aside, and Portland's overall struggles aside, what do you think about Melo so far? Uh, I mean, his first game he played, the first couple of minutes, I was like, oh, okay, well, right. maybe Melo can kind of play his role. He was playing it exactly like how they said he, um, he was going to play it, but then it's just like we got 
out of those minutes. Right, like, right. Specifically out of those minutes. Right. And you see he's just doing a lot of extra stuff, taking too many shots, too many bad shots. And then mm-hmm. he tried to dunk on, um, uh, I think it was Jackson Hayes, the rookie. Right. And wasn't even close. Right, I'm right, like, yeah. Mello, <laughs> right. you're like what? In your mid thirties now. Right, like, right. Why? Jackson Hayes like twenty and super bouncy. Yeah, right. t- trying to turn back the clock. Right. Call it. I don't. I don't know what that was. <laughs> right. Horrible decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I agree with you. Like. And obviously, I want to want to show love to Melo because yeah. he's a, a future Hall of Famer. He's a legend. He's a DMV guy. Yeah, he's done a lot for the game. Yeah, you know. But I I kind of agree. Like he looks like an NBA player, and the talent level obviously is undeniable, right? Yeah. But it, there were just a couple plays where I was like, I was like, no, Melo, you can't, you can't do that, man. Yeah. Um, specifically against the the Bucks the other night and. Portland got the rebound, like their big man got the rebound, and Melo runs over to him to go get the the outlet pass and waves CJ McCollum off. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, let's see how this is going to play out, right? Yeah. So Melo holds it for the last shot, then he calls a, sc- a ball screen up, right? He's being guarded by Giannis. Calls a ball screen up, Giannis gets hit by the screen, Melo turns the corner, and I'm thinking, oh, he should pull up in the little dead spot, in the little uh, mid-range, right? Yeah. But instead, he tries to keep going up, like keep going to the rim, and Giannis closes a space, and Giannis and whoever Milwaukee center is both, like, block the shot badly. Like, it wasn't even close. But I'm like, yeah. he should be giving the ball up to CJ and spotting up. Or if he really wants to go ISO, yeah, go to the block. But taking, you know, being the primary ball handler in the pick and roll at the top of the key, I don't think that's gonna work out for him. It's not mellow no more, man. No, I mean, like, I, you either, know, sorry to cut you off. I don't know if that ever was mellow. No, it wasn't ever mellow. Like right. you said, he block. Right, you know? go to the block or the in mid the post, free throw, right? Like mellow hit you with all the all, like. Jab, the like, jab pump series, fake, right? Like, you know, a good seven times. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like, like, real quick. <laughs> right. And then just give you that body and just pull up or just go right. to the basket. Right. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. He's best when he takes the least amount of dribbles. Yeah. He does not. He's not a James Harden or LeBron type guy where he needs to take a lot of dribbles, even though he is kind of ball dominant. But, uh, he he needs to be operating as close to the bucket as possible, especially at this stage in his career. Yeah. So the the thing that you know concerns me with Melo is the the rest of his stats. Yeah. Um, he's not shooting great. He's only shooting thirty four percent from the field. Yeah. Only four rebounds a game, two assists, uh, and then defensively, you know, about a half a steal, point three blocks. Um, and so he just, his numbers don't jump off the page and obviously it's going to take some time for him to, to round in the form and to get used to playing. He's been out for about a year, right? Yeah. Um, but my question to you is this, does Melo at the end of the season, is he on Portland's roster? It's, it's kind of disappointing to say, but no, yeah, I mean, just, he just hasn't like really like played like he hasn't really played the role fully that they want him to play. Right. You know, he's just like stepping out of line again. Right. right. And you know, 
you know, Melo is just like, he said he wants to play, but then he said he wanted to do all this extra stuff right. in his mid-30s that, you know, he just, like, can't really do anymore. Right, right. And it's just, you know, it's messing up the team. We saw it with OKC, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of just threw their whole entire through their whole entire flow and season off. Right. You know, and they were never able to really regain their focus and flow. Right. And now not even Paul George or Westbrook is on the team. Right, right. So, I mean, he, I mean. I <laughs> to be like, fair, I don't know if that's Melo's fault, though. Uh, okay, I mean, kind of. That <laughs> might have thrown him off for a right. whole, I mean, for him being there for a whole season. Okay. So. All right. I'm not I'm not quite ready to throw him under the bus like that, but um it's just interesting. He brings a totally different dynamic to to any organization. Yeah. And he's got such a big personality. I mean, he's done so much for the game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, hopefully he's still rounding in the form and he can get it together. And Portland can get it together because I think the NBA is better when Portland is playing well and when they're competitive. Yeah. Um, but they don't look good at all. And this is even before Melo. They didn't look good, which, again, I yeah. think was kind of the catalyst behind them signing Melo. So, yeah. uh, so hold on. Did you say – I don't know if you answered the question. Did you say at the end of the season he is going to be on the team or he won't be on the team? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think he's going to be on the team. He might have a better run than he did with Houston. Right. But, um, no, I don't see him. Right. You know, maybe, like, a good 20 games, maybe. Okay, dang, okay. You know, well, hopefully. To, to your point about 20 games, a lot of the stat guys, they judge players on 10-game increments. Yeah. So, I think that I'm pretty sure that's why Houston cut Melo after 10 games or waived him or deactivated him, whatever they did last year Yeah. after 10 games. Because their GM, Daryl Moore, is a huge stats guy. Um, yeah. A huge analytics guy, I should say. And he looked at the 10-game sample size and was like, no, this isn't going to work for us. And yeah. so maybe you, <laughs> if if you're right, then they'll look at two of those, two 10-game stretches and make a determination. Um, I'm going to say yes, that he is on the Blazers at the end of the season. Ooh. That Dame comes back from his, I think it's a back injury he has right oh. now. Um, that he comes back and then CJ kind of, you know, gets it going and... They make a nice push for the playoffs. That's my hope, at least. Yeah, I mean, you that know? sounds good. I mean, but, you know, it also is like, you know, maybe players are kind of out of luck like Melo because someone that also came back this season, Ryan Anderson, and he just recently got weighed by Houston. He did. He did. But you know what? Again, those kind of increments that Daryl Morey looks at, those 10-game increments. Yeah. So I think Daryl Morey was kind of looking at that um, and let him go because Ryan Anderson was not playing well at all. But Melo's obviously a lot better than Ryan Anderson, right? Yeah. The question now is, can he be... It's not so much is he talented, as how effective can he be? Yeah. How effective can he be to contribute to a, a, a contender? Yeah. So, hopefully uh, you're wrong and I'm right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, de- yeah, definitely. We don't want to see Melo go. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so we were just talking about um, Daryl Morey, right? Yeah. And the Rockets. And we were talking about... Dynamic duos before, right? Yeah. We got to talk about this dynamic duo down in Houston. Yeah. And you wrote this question up. You said, how much better are the Rockets with Westbrook and Harden than we thought they were going to be? Right? Yeah. So they started off very slow. Um, James Harden was not shooting well at all. Even though he's putting up a lot of points, he was wildly inefficient, right? Yeah. And then he got hot. 
Yeah. He got hot and he he's getting to the line like fourteen times a game. Yeah. I mean, averaging like at one point in the season he was averaging like thirty nine points a game. I think that's down to like right under thirty eight right now. Yeah. Which is insane. That's the most since like Wilt Chamberlain back like fifty years ago, right? Yeah. Um, but what do you think so far from the the Russ and Beard combination? I I honestly think that it's working a lot better than I thought it was. You know, it took them some time to like get it flowing, mm-hmm. but now they look like they look pretty good. Um, you know, they're losing to the teams they lose to. I feel like it's teams that they should lose to, and okay. you know they kind of got an excuse. So like teams like the Clippers, right? Like you know you know that's um you know that's kind of excused, right? But then like. You know they're they're winning a lot of games too. Like they right. went on like an eight game win streak. I right. think before that. During which time they actually beat the Clippers then too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't know if Paul George was back that game or not. Mm, I don't think so. I can't remember. Yeah, but they beat the Clippers then. Um, they also lost them in a close game. So go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, I mean, I honestly think it's really working well, and um, Harden and Westbrook are getting their um almost. About fair share of the ball. Um, I feel like Harden could do a little bit of a better job, you know, kind of um, giving the ball to Westbrook sometimes. But, you know, I th- I feel like for the most part, they're doing a really good job mm-hmm. of being good teammates and good team players. And both of them are definitely getting their fair share of points, too. They're combining for 61, a little over 61 points per game right. this season. Um, as a duo, um, that's that's like insane. Yeah. Um, because you know you look at other duos, um, who we you, you if you look at a duo like who we think is the best right now, um, LeBron and AD, I think they're combining for somewhere in like the forties or maybe even the fifties. So, right. I think it's know, right around fifty. Yeah, I think it's a little under that, but mm-hmm. you know that that's just insane. To, you know, you would think about how they've got like you know like. A little over a ten point advantage, right? You know, when yeah. you know when you combine their points per game, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's a great point. But like I was saying, I think Westbrook, I'm sorry, Harden is averaging like thirty eight, yeah. thirty nine, somewhere in that range. So Westbrook is averaging like twenty two, twenty three, which is a little lower for him, yeah, than usual. Um, I'm not that concerned with that, but I'm concerned that the rest of his numbers are down. And sometimes he looks like, uh, not to say disengaged in the offense, but James Harden, Harden just sucks the oxygen out of your offense yeah. because he takes up so many dribbles and so much of the attention and so much of a big personality. Um, yeah. I would love to see Westbrook have the opportunity to make some more plays and move Harden around off the ball a little bit more. I know he likes to have the ball in his hands, but yeah. you can run some pin down screens for him and let him play on the wing, right? Yeah. Um, get a little more creative with the offense rather than just letting Harden come down and take 10 dribbles and shoot a step back three, which is yeah. effective sometimes. But I think to Kobe's point, Kobe Bryant's point that he made a few like a year or two ago, I don't know if that's uh, uh, the chemistry for winning or the formula for winning basketball in – May and June. Yeah, and I think that you know you're kind of you're you're kind of right there. Um, 
you know, just, you know, setting some off-ball screens or Harden, letting him play on the wing, you know, because right. he's shown that, you know, with his step back, especially that he can shoot from, like, wing, top of the key. Right, exactly. Um, from the um corners, you know, with that new one-legged threes try. I don't know right. the last time he's tried that. Right, right. But, you know, he still is able to get his shot off and make it from the corners. So, I mean, I... I mean, I think, you know, that should be, you know, kind of what Houston tries to do a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, hopefully, um, they they try to do that because right. I feel like if they did that, they'd just be terrifying. Right. You know, Westbrook, you know, he's like the driving force. And then if he can't get to the rim, you know, just kick out to Harden. Right. You know, and shoot from anywhere. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And he's got range, too. He's got really good range. Ooh, Westbrook or Harden? Harden. Harden, yeah, Westbrook, not so much. He's only shooting like 20% from the three. Yeah. But Harden, yeah, he can shoot from deep. I just, I would love to see them again get a little bit more creative with the offense. Yeah. Like I said a minute ago. Um, Even like, and Golden State was great with this, with using Steph and Clay as decoys. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're better catch and shoot guys than Harden. Yeah. But Harden can catch the ball and take a couple dribbles and drive it and then ha- hit cutters, slashing in from the other side, like... You just got to get the rest of your teammates involved if yeah. they're going to be effective in the playoffs, in my opinion. Yeah. You can't have guys just standing around because we've seen it in the past. Um, Harden will run out of gas or go into a street where he misses a bunch of shots. Then the other guys aren't prepared to step up. Yeah. So if they want to win, and I think they do have the, the talent to win, um, they're going to have to make sure everybody's locked and loaded and ready to go. When it's go time. Yeah, but you know, like um, like we said, I mean, if we, um, Harden he gets into those streaks where he's just you know not making shots and you know can't really do anything when he and he just tries to keep forcing things when he got the ball in his hand, um, in his hands. But you know, um, like we said, if we move, if you move him out to the wing, sometimes Houston down the stretch from the three-point line, they'll shoot a bunch of threes and mm-hmm. miss almost, like, all of them right. as a team. And, you know, in the last couple of minutes, they'll, you know, notice that they have to, you know, kind of go to the rim, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they'll finally start picking it up, and, you know, sometimes just, you know, barely pull it out, right. you know, pull out the win. Right, right. But, you know, I feel like if you moved Harden out there, who, like we said, was, you know, hot, right. been hot recently, you know, he can knock down some really big threes mm-hmm. down the stretch. And, you know, Houston will be able to completely close out games. Right. That's a good point. And, yeah. That's a good point. Well, they were third going into yesterday, um, third in the West. And then they lost to Dallas, who has been, you know, extremely hot playing well. Yeah. Luka Doncic, early MVP candidate. Yeah. So that dropped Houston to six, but only they're only out of third by like one game. Yeah. Do you think that they're gonna be contending when the playoffs roll around? For like a championship? Yeah. Um, I think they'll be close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can I think they can probably get to the second round. Mm-hmm. But um contending, no, I don't no. think I, I think you know, you just got teams with too much firepower like the Lakers and the Clippers. Like, you know, they're going to turn it up mm-hmm. to a certain level that nobody is going to be able to get to. Right. And they're going to have, you know, kind of a little more chemistry because, you know, they've already got like a whole regular season in. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one round if Houston um makes it to the, um, the second round. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... 
I honestly think that it's it could be close, mm-hmm. but no. Okay, and I I agree with you, but here's my follow up question: Is there a trade that they can make at the the uh, before the trade deadline that would put them over the hump that would make them contenders? Or is there anything that they can do to to go to that next level with the LA teams? Uh, I mean, well, if they can get, if Houston can get, you know, a guy that's got some maybe good veteran experience, mm-hmm. you know, maybe then like you know to you know get the offense kind of flowing and kind of run like a you know a leadership kind of type of role. Mm-hmm. So like maybe like. I don't want this, like, I wouldn't want this to happen, but, like, a Rondo, maybe. Okay. You know, um, or or just, you know, some some type of veteran dude who's just, you know, can be kind of crafty. Right. Um, or, you know, someone that's not afraid to get to the basket, mm-hmm. more so Bradley Beal. Right. You know, he, he's had some early trade talks this season. Um, or even a, a better big man that can, like, really dominate. Right. Like, you know, like all of the game, like right. he can dominate from almost all sides. Because if they get that, because Clint Capella, we already seen how good, you know, he can be. You know, with Harden, if they like, if they got like a better big man, mm-hmm. I mean, Houston would be insane. Like, like even like maybe like a Rudy Gobert because he's so tall and right. he can finish over everybody. I mean, right. But e- I, even I, that, even that would make them. You know, a little more scary. Right, and I and I agree, but I don't think that there's any way Utah. I almost said Utah. Utah trades Gobert to. I, I don't think they trade him in conference. No. You know, one thing that I was thinking about earlier, what? to your point, kind of about kind of about a big man, but kind of about someone who can shoot, like a Bradley Bill, Blake Griffin. Oh, I I, I just I just <laughs> what a, look, Sean and Sean were synced up in the mind, right? Yeah. Like, cause Houston has never had a great stretch four. Yeah. Um, they had Ryan Anderson who was hot a couple years ago, and that's kind of why they brought him back. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they wanted Melo to kind of play that role, and that didn't work out. Yeah. But having someone like a Blake Griffin, who is I don't want to say that on the tail end of his career, but he's definitely. Not in his athletic prime anymore, no. but he's proven over the, over the last couple of years that he can knock that three down consistently, and he is an excellent, excellent passer. Now yeah. he's not a great defender, but Houston has shown that they don't really care about defense. Yeah. Um, but having someone that can run that pick and pop, or that pick and roll, or that pick in kind of like semi roll into a kick out yeah. that Draymond Green is great at, Blake Griffin is also great at. So I yeah. wonder if Detroit, seeing as they're not playing very well this year, they're not currently in the playoff picture, um, I wonder if they would entertain any offers for Blake Griffin. What do you think about that? I mean, definitely. I mean, um, if anything, you know, you would honest, you would obviously want to keep Westbrook and Harden. Try mm-hmm. to keep Capella, too, because if, him, if he's cutting to the rim – which he does a lot in transition when he can, mm-hmm. and and if you have if you can get Blake Griffin there too, yeah, I mean you know that would be like, you know almost unstoppable, right? You know that would just be tough. like you know just like the LeBron and AD pick and roll, right? That you know LA is running, um. So like, but if if they wanted to make a trade, I'd say, um, you, they might have to let go of PJ. 
you know. I've, Ooh, I've, that'd be tough. It'd be tough. That'd be tough. But, you know, he... <laughs> He is kind of slowing down. I feel like yeah, maybe a maybe a step, half you know, a step. Yeah, may, like just a little step, but you know he's he's getting a little older. But then you got Blake Griffin who will bring you know kind of the shooting back. Right. If you get him, so it will be a fair trade on that that side. Mm-hmm. And then you know maybe a couple more players like um, Ben Macklemore maybe. Right. You you know might have to right. join Austin Rivers. Right. You know, who's, <laughs> right. You know who who's doing pretty good this season. Yeah, he's you know, okay. but you know if you want to get Blake, then, right. yeah, and then maybe like one or two picks. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, sidebar real quick since you brought up Austin Rivers, we didn't talk about this during the last episode. What do you think about when the Rockets played the Clippers the first time this year and the Rockets won, where they were winning the game and ultimately would go on to win the game, and Doc Rivers was uh, yelling at the ref. Austin Rivers was sitting there telling the ref to to tee him up, to tee his own dad up. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you have a problem with him doing that, or are you like, hey, it's a part of the game? I mean, it's cold-blooded. Right. You know, <laughs> right. but, you know, it was, it was getting down to the, it was getting down to the line. Right. And, you know, he he knows that he's got to do that. If, right. You know, you know if they want to win the game, especially because Doc's a really good coach. Right. He got some finals experience and everything. Right. Um. So, I mean... He he he's got to do what he's got to do. Oh you know, my he's goodness! Gotta his, he's got to do his job. It might be a little cold blooded, right, right, a little bit. But even even Doc said, you know, he he should do that. Doc did say that, and I was just like, man, I salute Doc for saying that because as a dad, obviously, as your dad, I'm still on the fence about that, <laughs> man. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm your dad, and I'm a competitor. I have a you know pretty strong competitive nature, so I don't know if I would want you that. To actively advocate for me to get kicked out of the game. Yeah. Like, you don't have to save me from getting kicked out, but to actually be like, yeah, get him out of here. I might feel some type of way about that. Yeah, and then plus after that, <laughs> he was like, you know, you know, dad, like, call me. Right, call right. Me. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah, like. I might not call you for a few days, man. Yeah. Might not get a Christmas you know, present. He, he, <laughs> dog probably shouldn't, you know, not buy him with Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But, you know, Austin Rivers just had a kid, too, so Doc's probably like, you know, he's playing the grandpa bring role. The right, bring the babies. <laughs> Use them as a peace offering, right? Bring the babies. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, you're, um, sorry, I lost my notes for a minute. Uh, your boy, Giannis. My the boy. Greek freak, yes. I know you like you like Giannis's energy a lot. Yeah, I like his energy and his hair. His and his like hair, mine. you like his hair. His hair, is, his hair is like mine. Right, right. He's a, he's he was an inspiration to this kind of hair. <laughs> That's funny. That's right. Because I remember when you first got that cut, we took you to Ruben. Shout out to Big Ruben, the big brother. Um, and we said, can you make his, his hair like this? And we showed him a picture of Giannis. So that's very true. Yeah, but. Giannis has got the Bucks looking great. Yeah. Like, he is out there on the straight fear the deer tip. Um, I mean, his numbers, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but I know it's something crazy like 30 points, 14 rebounds, like a block or two, 58% from the field. It's something, yeah, it's something crazy. Um, so are they the favorites? And I'm sorry, they're currently first in the East right now. Yeah. Right? Are they are they the favorites to to win the East? Yeah. Or is it gonna? Okay. Yes. Yeah, you said def- that definitively. Definitely. I mean, um, they're running with the most, the 
maybe like the smoothest flow in the NBA right now. Break that down. What do you mean? I mean, just like, you know, like passing wise. Okay. You know, they're scoring, you know, knowing when to drive, when to shoot, mm-hmm. defensively, rotating, you know, um, cutting guys off, um, protecting the rim. You know, they're just, you know, they're doing they're doing great with everything. Um, and even though the Lakers are a little bit above them right now, got a bit of a better record. I mean, that's just, I think, more so because, you know, they're just, they're, they're just better. Right. They're a better team. Right. They're, you know, the best team in the NBA right, right now so far. Right. But, you know, I mean, the Bucks could definitely get up there. Yeah. You know, in these next couple games, if they keep it going. Right, right. And plus, they have no Middleton. Yeah. Chris Middleton, 25 points last year, mm-hmm. pretty sure. Um, You know, he definitely brings a lot of shooting. Right. Too, so. What's wrong with Middleton? I didn't know he was out. I don't know. I think it's like something with his leg. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. but, um, you know, as long as they keep this going, by the time Middleton comes back, it's just. Right. Gonna get even more scary, probably. Right. And I and I really salute Giannis. Yeah, Giannis is playing great. I just I love his motor that he plays with. Yeah. He's just relentless. And now, I don't think he'll ever be a a really good three point shooter. Certainly not a great three point shooter. No. Or knock down any of those words. He's not gonna be any of those. No. But if he can shoot it well enough to keep folks honest, like he's been doing this year, to say you can't lay off me that much. Yeah. Um, to keep the driving lanes open, then I think they're a serious problem. And like you said, once Middleton gets back, um, you know, they, they, they're going to be very scary. Bledsoe's been playing really well. He had like 30 the other night. Dang. Um, defensively, he's so explosive yeah. when he's locked in. Sometimes he kind of falls asleep, but when he's locked in, he's dangerous on both sides of the ball. He's really strong, too. He's very strong. I heard uh, it was some someone that used to play with Bledsoe, maybe Chris Paul or something, was saying that they called him Baby Braun because he would get, like, chased down blocks and he was just so athletic. Yeah. Even though he's only, like, 5'11", 6 feet tall. Yeah. Um, but they're a, a team that I wouldn't mind seeing making a trade. Oh, Right? Before the trade deadline to... Even though they're first in the East, I would love to see them make a trade to kind of put them in elite, elite category. Because I, yeah. I think they're the favorites in the East... Um, and I like Boston and Philly's kind of sputtering, but I think they'll find their footing. I think Milwaukee's the favorites in the East. I don't think they beat the Lakers or the Clippers um, in a in a series because the Lakers and the Clippers have guys who have that championship medal. Yeah. The Lakers having uh, Rondo and LeBron, obviously Quinn Cook, yeah. um, and then the Clippers having Kawhi. So and yeah. Doc Rivers, so they have a championship caliber coach. Yeah. So if they were to get you know maybe one more piece, I can't really. Can't really think of anyone off the top of my head, but yeah, maybe maybe like a point guard. But then, like if you think about it, Giannis kind of like you know at the three point line handles like a point guard. Right. You know, you just don't. You don't really got no post moves. Right. Um, no, he doesn't. Yeah. So you know, maybe like maybe like a a good center. Even though Brooke Lopez is, you he's know, not bad. he's a shooter, but, you know, he doesn't average enough rebounds, right, too. that's true. Especially for his size, too. That's true. He's got a, he's really big. Right. And only averages about, like, four rebounds. Yeah. Last season, at least, he did. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe, like, a better center, you know. Maybe. Post moves and everything. Right. You know. Right, right. Um. So, 
you're stamping the Bucks as the favorite in the East. Yes, to go to the finals. Uh-huh. The, you know, like teams like Boston and Philly, you know, they're good, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're, they're not flowing like the Bucks. Right, right. Yeah. So, speaking of Philly, another little sidebar. Ben Simmons made his first three-pointer of his career the other day. In, the, in like, an NBA season. In the NBA day. season, right. Big deal for you or just, like, a one-off type thing? I haven't even seen it yet. So you haven't really, even seen it? Not really a big deal. So you don't think it's the start of a trend for him? He's not going to start raining threes? No, not, no, not, not bad. at all. Not bad. It's, no. It, it, it's too late. It's too late. He's too deep into I don't know because <laughs> I, I still don't know what his form is. Yeah, his form is is very unorthodox. I can't even imitate it. Even, like, when you, you sometimes show me, right. like, I'm like... I don't know how to do that. Right, right. With my hands. Right. <laughs> and he's he got a max contract. And yeah, can't five shoot a, years. Can't shoot a lick. Yeah, and right. he and he like kind of demanded it too. Right. So did I'm he? Like, what do you mean he demanded it? He was like he was like, I I don't know. It's just so he he like kind of like half demanded it, I think or like I think that was like kind of his expectation. Oh okay. Or something like that. He expected that money, huh? Yeah, and I'm like, man, you. He was just a, like he was a sophomore. Right, like, right. How are how are you expecting this or demanding this? Yeah. Especially because you can't shoot. Yeah. Like that that's that's a big deal. That is a big. You know that that's <laughs> and that's a lot of the that's a lot of the future. Right. Of the NBA too. That's true. That's the way the NBA is trending, yeah. and you know not the Apollo and Ben Simmons, but we noticed the other day he has no what. Moves. He has no moves. Oh, <laughs> like man. you never see him hit like an in and out crossover no. or like a, a up and under. Like maybe. here's here's what he likes to do. He likes to do an in and out that's going backwards and uh-huh. then just run to the rim. Right, that's true. That's yeah. true. If you give him a lane, he's very dangerous. Yeah. And every now and then he'll spin, but he doesn't have like a consistent Not fluid. A no, and like and LeBron even doesn't have a lot of moves, but he's more. Fluid than Ben Simmons, and, and that's saying a lot because LeBron is not the most fluid offensive player. He's just a, a, a bowling ball, or I'm sorry, a boulder of a man. A truck, right? Or a wrecking ball is what I was trying to say. Yeah. He's a wrecking ball of a man that's like he gets you on his hip and then it's over. Jeez, I, I, I'm glad for anyone who is you know, like my age, uh-huh. um. And even even me, like if I ever like were to make it to the NBA, like I know how much hard work that is. So that's why I'm trying to talk about other children. Right. I'm glad, you know, that they know that they're not gonna, they're probably not gonna have to play against LeBron. Right. Right. You know, because that just hitting you. Yeah. Oh man. And yeah. You know, even if they don't have to play LeBron, you still got Joel. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Joel and B. That's another. So would you take a charge on either one of those players? Definitely not LeBron because right. he's so fast and big that right. like if he's running full speed he's just gonna like poster me probably right and then he jumps so high that maybe even his knees just like come in right smash me in the face I'm right like, <laughs> right I'm not taking that charge definitely not against him and B don't really do stuff like that like where yeah. he runs like full speed and like you know like just completely jumps over you it's right. usually like two step like or like off two feet right so maybe. Maybe like one time I get like the courage to, right, and then maybe like step out or like get the blocking foul at the last <laughs> right, second. Right, right, But uh, I don't know. Definitely not for LeBron and be to like half. Right. Okay. 
So I'm giving both of them the swipe by. Do you know what the swipe by is? Oh, is that like where like they're running by and you just like try to right. take it from them? I, I run by and I try to swipe and I keep going. That's it. I'm not taking the charge nah, of either one of those dudes, man. Yeah, but the, the, there's almost no point in doing that, especially with LeBron, because you, you're not taking it from them. That's true, but I just gotta I gotta play the part. I gotta look like I was trying to actually make a defensive play. <laughs> I've seen Kyle Lowry take a charge on Joel Joel Embiid. I got a lot of respect for Kyle Lowry oh, off that because he's a soldier. Yeah, I'm he not said, taking that. He said out of all his charges in his life, that was the only one that he was really scared for. Right. right. I was like, yeah. I was scared for him when he took it. Yeah, I was like, Kyle, don't die. Right. <laughs> Kyle, don't die. <laughs> yeah. So I might take that charge if I was getting paid as much of it as an NBA player yeah. or if we were just randomly at the gym. Like, I don't know why I'd ever be at the gym with those two guys. Yeah. And they were like, uh, I'll pay for all three of your kids' college, all four years, oh. all four years. You might, they might have to, That is a lot. They might have to pay for the masters too, so oh or, or the gosh. PhD. <laughs> so, um, with that said, let's get to our final segment. Yep. We got winners and losers yes, for the week. This is, fun. <laughs> this is Sean's favorite part, yeah. which I don't know where you get this hate in your blood from, because we're a no hating household. Oh, the Taylors well, are not haters at all, but we're gonna celebrate the winners, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you got to spin it. Okay, so do you want to do the winners or the losers first? Uh, you decide. I can't really decide. Okay, so I think we should go with the winning player. Of the week first. Okay. And then go to the losing player and then do the winning team and then the losing team. What do you think? Okay. Okay. So do you want to do your winning player first or do you want me to go first? Uh, You go first. Okay. So I, I almost went with the hometown DMV guy, Mr. Markel Fultz, who is having a bit of a resurgence. He doesn't have like stellar numbers, but he looks like an NBA player, right? So I'm I'm very happy for him and all that he's gone through. That's good. Yeah, so I, I'm glad to see he's doing well. And if he keeps it up, maybe he can be my winner for, for another week. Yeah. But for this week, I've got to go with Cool Hand Luca. Luca yeah. Doncic, man. This guy is out there cooking people at a high level. Oh, he is averaging 30, 10, and 10. Oh. So he's averaging a 30-point triple-double right now. Um, we talked about him playing against the Rockets yesterday. Where he outdueled James Harden, he had forty and ten in that game, plus minus of plus twenty one. In comparison, James Harden had a minus twelve. Oh man! So the 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 gap was thirty three. He out plus minus him by thirty three, oh, and they got the W and moved into third place. Also, he's wildly efficient so far into the season, shooting around fifty percent from the field. 35% from the three. Oh, man. Right? And and as a coach and someone who just loves breaking down the nuances of the game, he's got a two-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio. Dang. Which is what I look for in great players. So, like, LeBron, for his career, he's about two-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio. Jordan is about two-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio, right? Yeah. Luka is right there, two-to-one. And, James, I mean, James Harden is like... 1.4 to 1. He's not very good. Oh, man. You know, with that in that aspect and for this part of the season. 
Um, someone like John Stodden, Chris Paul, those guys are like three to one. So they're like just incredible. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. But yeah. I'm going, oh, and all in 34 minutes a game. So he's not like he's playing a ton of minutes, 38, oh, 39, 40 minutes, Damn. 34 minutes a game. So I'm going with Damn. Mr. Doncic. Doncic. All right. What about you? My winner player. Yeah, y'all, y'all saw the performance. I, I had to go with Zach Levine. Right. Oh that, yeah. That simple performance alone. Right. Thirteen threes. If you if you go home and see that, like that, that's just simple. That's just simple handedly. I mean, not simple handedly. Single handedly, amazing. Like thirteen threes. And the way he hit that last one. Oh my goodness. Jeez, man, that is like true. That's a, that last one was a true heartbreaker for right. all Charlotte fans. Shades of Reggie Miller dribbling behind the line. Oh yeah, um, Jordan too. It's it's Jordan's team too. Yeah, well, oh, no, no, I'm saying not, not shade to Reggie Miller. Shades of Reggie Miller. Because yeah. remember against the Knicks, Reggie Miller got the ball. He stole the inbounds pass and dribbled behind the three point line and hit that three. Yeah, I know. right. But it's, you know, the, the Hornets is Jordan's team, too. Right. And, you know, Reggie is like... They, the Jordan and Reggie had some battles as Jordan was getting older. So That's true. Yeah, but, you know, 13 threes, 49 points, a new career high. I thought he had tied it. Um, You know, I th- I thought he had, like, 49 against Atlanta. But apparently that was Trey Young who had... 49, and I think Zach Levine had like 47 that game. Mm-hmm. It was last year. But, you know, you know it's, that's that's just amazing. Yeah. About 50 with 13 threes. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not a bad pick at all. Yeah. So, unfortunately, now we got to go over to the losing players for the week. Oh. And shout out to your brother, uh, my youngest son, Kai, who yeah. pointed this out when he said, where's Otto Porter? <laughs> right, yeah. and I'm like, as a Wizards fan, we used to have Otto Porter, and I remember I was really against signing him to a max contract two or three years ago, whenever it was. I was like, Otto Porter, he may be a really nice guy, he is not a max player at all. No. So fast forward to last year, and he gets traded. He's currently on that Bulls team that you were just talking about with Zach Levine. Yeah. And I hate to, to take shots at him because he's currently injured. With He's out with a foot injury. But even before the injury, he's only averaging like 11 points, shooting barely 40% from the field, yeah. a couple of rebounds, just not looking good at all. Very pedestrian. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to go with Otto Porter Jr. out of Georgetown, former Washington Wizard, former lottery pick. Max player, yeah. Porter. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the only good um, decision the Wizards have ever made. Oh my God! Shots fired at the Wizards. Hey, giving Brad the extension was great. Hey, that was yeah, great. It was. That I was mean, a he's, great he's decision. Def- he's maybe playing the best year of his career so far. Yeah, he's playing good. He's playing really good. Yeah, I mean, we actually are in ninth place right now in the East. The Wizards. Yeah, I mean, with that's no not John bad. Wall. I was like, the I was like, this kid just. You know, continue to happen because the Wizards like actually kind of look good. Right. Just like don't have enough to win. Right. That's games. true. Like you know, they actually look like they're playing with a sense of urgency. That's true. That's a good point. And you know, now I guess they're kind of starting to pick it up. Right. Right. You Roy know? Roy Hachimura looks okay. He looks good. The yeah. solid rookie Thomas Bryant looks good. He's a good. You know, we extended him. We didn't pay too much for him. Yeah. Those are good. Good signs for us. But also, I will say, like. 
it, at least to the fifth seed, probably. Like, when once you get to the fifth seed is, like, when teams actually, like, have won more games than they've lost more games right. in the East. That's true. You know, like, a lot of teams that are in the playoffs and are in, like, playoff records right now or playoff seeds, you know, have lost more games than they've won. Right. That's so, a good point. So, yeah, but... um. What about your losing player for the week? My losing player, uh, I hate I hate to say it, um, you know, he's he's my guy, you know, even though he used to play for the Warriors, now he's on the Lakers, Quinn Cook. Oh my god. I, I had to say Shots Quinn. fired at the DMV guy, what's up, man? And no not even really shots fires because he's a Laker he's a Laker player too. Um, but he just hasn't really done anything. Right. <laughs> like he's averaging a career low five points a game. Um, he's averaging like I think one point three rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just like he's a smaller guard though, yeah, man. You cut him some slack. One it's like <laughs> one rebound though. Right. And then a little like I think it's like one point eight assists. Right, right. And then there's like where it comes in, like you're a smaller guard. Right. Though. Right. Like, you're averaging five points a game. Right. You you've got to be averaging like a like a good amount of assists. Right. Like, you know, like five or six assists at least. Right. But you know, he's not even averaging two. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> when you put it like that, that's not not bad. even two assists, right. and you know, someone even like someone that don't even like really pass the ball, like Jonas Urepko, maybe. Right. Right. You know, could. <laughs> Probably easily average more assists. Come on, okay. So you make a compelling argument right now. Yeah, and plus, um, he's not averaging a terrible amount, um, a terrible percentage from three, but mm-hmm. he's shooting a career low. Um, I think it's thirty two percent from mm-hmm. three, maybe thirty one. Um, you know, which is just you know, it, it's a career low. Right. You know, as far as he's come to, you know. With Golden State, you know, he was pretty good, I thought. Um, we all thought, actually. You kind of pointed him out, and I was like, yeah, he's actually not bad. Right. And we picked him up. I was like, oh, he's a, I thought he was going to be pretty good, you know, shooter. But, you know, he just hasn't really done that. And right. It's been non-existent. I don't know if it's because he got the new hair. Oh, style, my God. Whatever. <laughs> but, you know, hey, man, it's... Yeah, I haven't really done anything. <laughs> All right, man. Let's quickly pivot because I don't want to spend too much time trashing the DMV, homie. Quinn Cook. Uh, I don't know Quinn Cook, but he's from the DMV, so I feel a, a brotherhood with like him. He seems like a nice dude. He seems like a nice dude, man. Yeah. Shout out to Scoop, too. Um, so for the winning team, I'm going to go with the aforementioned Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Right? They've won seven in a row. They're first in the East. Giannis is balling. Bledsoe is balling, and as you mentioned earlier, they're doing this without Middleton. So yeah. I feel like when I when he gets back, they're gonna be in, you know, even more of a locked in mode because Giannis is super locked in. Yeah. And as he goes, they go. Uh-huh. Um. So I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um. Yeah. I don't really have too much else to say. We already talked about Giannis at length, and that's who I'm gonna go with for my winning team. How about you? Well, you remember just earlier how I was talking about Quinn Cook. Right. You know, how it was kind of bad, you know, just talk about, 
you know, he's a Laker, and, you know, I had to choose him for my losing player. Right. But now this is where the Lakers get to shine. I chose the Lakers. Right, right. You know, it's just, you know, they're the number one seed in the West. And, you know, I think ever since our last episode, they haven't lost a game. Right. Yet. And, you know, it's just like 14 and 12. I mean, 14 and 2. Mm-hmm. Like, people knew they were going to be good. Right. And, you know, it like it, they were going to go on a roll soon. Like, soon enough, but, you know, like, almost since, like, the beginning of the season, you know, right. if we forget about that Clippers game, mm-hmm. you know, they've just been on a roll, and, you know, it's just, like, I mean, like, they've, if they're starting off so hot, you know, just imagine, like, what they can be like, like, a month or two from now, right? you know, after, after... 2019 right you know after the all-star break in the playoffs like yeah man like they they look good yeah you know but 80 said that you know soon enough you know adversity is gonna hit probably Mm -hmm. you know no matter what it is and i'm like well when you say it like that like you're (laughs) on the team you can't be saying that right right that is kind of funny that he would say that yeah um, yeah, so I agree. I, I like the Lakers a lot. That's a good selection. Yeah. Uh, on to our losers quickly before you and I both got to get in the bed because we got early days tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going with the Portland Trailblazers, man. Even yeah. though I'm I'm happy that they took a chance on Melo and I'm hoping they keep him for the entirety of the season. Yeah. They just have underperformed this year. Yeah. Um, like we mentioned earlier. Lost four in a row on a current four-game losing streak. Yeah. Dame's out with a bad back. CJ's not looking good. And, like, we don't talk about him much, but Hassan Whiteside just looks, like, lethargic. I just yeah. I don't see any type of flair or, like, intention from him at all, um, or urgency, I should say. So I'm just they, – they don't look good. I'm hoping that they turn it around. Because I, I want to see them play well. Because when they play well, they're fun to watch. Yeah, I swear, if Hassan Whiteside would have, like, had a jump shot, yeah, he would he would just be a monster. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, with his size. But if he just played harder, I want to yeah. see him play hard. I want to see him dominate one game. Yeah, like, t- he, he, was, he played hard, like, two years ago. Right, right, right. And it's crazy to think about it because he looks so young. But I think yeah. he's, like, in his 30s. Oh, if I'm being honest. Okay. Well, I, I checked, like, a couple years ago. He was, like, 28, 29. Okay. I'm like, what? Well, if he's, like, 30, he's still got enough youth to play with some intensity. Yeah. In my opinion. So, quick, who's your, your losing team for the week? Um, My losing team, uh, Golden State, because they yeah. got blown out by almost 50. Right. And at one point, we're losing by 50. Right. And you know the la- the one guy didn't take the final shot. I I don't right. know why. I was mad when he didn't. Right, take it. right, right. I was like, come on, man. No, they gotta lose by fifty. <laughs> you know? You're such a masochist for stuff like that with yeah. Golden State. You don't like them at all. Yeah, and plus Uncle Trey, it's kind of his fault too. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my fault. Shouts out to Uncle Trey, man. We're gonna have him on the show soon enough. Yeah, hopefully. Man. Yeah, he definitely has to come on. You know, if the Warriors ain't you know ain't looking too bad. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen because they're currently, they have the worst record in the league. Like, they yeah. they look terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's been fun recording another episode. Yeah. I think, what are we calling this one? We're going to call this one Back to the Future. Back to right? the Future, yep. A little reference to a classic movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, shout out to Michael J. Fox. So, as usual, it's always fun with you, son. Yeah. And you want to close this out for us? Uh, yeah. Um, thank you for listening to episode six, Back to the Future. Um, this is the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast. And we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving and peace. Well, hold on, son. Got to tell him to make sure to subscribe. Oh, yeah. Make sure to subscribe <laughs> and write a review yeah. if you want to. You know, tell us um anything and you know maybe write some suggestions if you want right and peace hold on hold on oh. all podcast platforms oh spotify <laughs> google play google podcast oh yeah google podcast apple podcast anchor and uh what's that one all podcast platforms yeah, all podcast platforms yo real quick merch excuse <laughs> me merch uh in the form of t-shirts coming soon shout out to my boy joy butler and Yay. I'm proud of my son, Sean, not only for continuing continuing to do this podcast, but he's got a little cold. I'm not sure if you heard him sniffling, but he powered through in true MJ flu game fashion. Yes. So go ahead. Take us out again, son. Finish it up. Okay. Well, this is the Hoopla with Sean and Sean podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving and peace. Peace. Eat lots of pie.